Strip accelerates, McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But instead of hope, is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks podcast. All-Star Mile and Golden Slipper review. What a day it was. We had plenty of winners. Um, we'll touch on Flemington, the four races we did in the preview, and then we'll go to Rose Hill for all the group races there. Um, yeah, so Flemington, track played super well, I thought. You could pretty much win from anywhere. Once again, didn't hurt to be on pace and come down those middle lanes, which we touched on uh, in the preview. We'll get right into race two, the Vobus Gold Comet. Express Pass wins the race. Good support for him and Zorro's Dream. Both of them were pretty solid in the market from like six to seven bucks into around that $4 mark. Um... As a whole, the race is rated pretty poorly. 5.8 lengths slower than the class of the 600, so they've really crawled in those early stages. Come home pretty quick, though, in the fastest sections of the day for the 400 and 200. You'd expect them to over 1,000 metres. Um, 22.84 last 400, 11.56 last 400, so they've come home really quick. First two horses across the line, we were, the one, we were keen on in the preview. They get the job done. Real easy watch for us there. They were the form horses, good down the straight and over a 1,000 metres. So we just pretty much played the elimination game for the rest. They can win plenty of races in and around this class and at this distance, but stepping up in class, I'm pretty happy to be against this form line as a whole. Moving on to race three, the Mystic Journey. Can brush over this pretty quickly. Groovy kind of love. The only under, other chance in the race, really, before being scratched. Uh... Yonce, $1.16, solid in the market, wins the race, ran good time, 0.5 lengths inside the class, 24.6 last 400, uh, 12.48 last 200. 2,000 metres didn't seem to be a problem. She's six from six now. She's a good horse. Wasn't exceptional like for a $1.16 chance, but she's won the race again. Don't know where they go with her from here. I think she keeps stepping up in grade though wonder when they're going to attack that group race for her. Anyway, moving on to the feature of the day, the race, uh, race six, the all-star mile. Zaki comes out, wins by one and a half lengths. $3.30 Wednesday, jumps at $2.40 on Saturday. Absolutely smashed, had the big figure. Looked amazing on Saturday too. Jeez, he is a professional horse in the yard. He just doesn't play up at all. Great ride from Jamie car from the wide barrier 15 sat right outside the lead and then at that turn it was pretty much game over he kicked so strongly yeah that, as i said that uh that wide gate barrier 15 actually suited him perfectly as we touched in the preview better him be there than gate one to the eye it looked like a fast tempo but they've actually gone four lengths slower to the 600 crawled for a uh $5 million race, in my opinion. They've come home pretty quick, though. 23.4 last 400, 11.72 last 200. Finished just outside the class benchmark overall. Uh, as for Zaki, probably doesn't lose another race this prep now. Except he, I found out the other day, uh, goes to the Queen Elizabeth against Animo and Very Elegant. Wet track, want to be with Animo. If it's a dry track, back Zaki. I think Animo um, in and around that, wet track form who will we'll touch on him later 
I think he's the one to be on if it stays wet at Rose Hill uh, or Ramwick. But yeah, if it dries out, geez, he's looking good, Zaki. Stretching out to that 2000 is going to suit him a lot too. Um, Ethan and I, one of our best of the day. Easy watch. I'm Thunderstruck, thought was pretty good. Don't know if he wins, if he wasn't drawn barrier one, but I think he goes a bit closer. Um, Mr. Brightside went back, didn't really think suit, suited him. Would love to see him go forward maybe another time. I reckon he would have ran a place right over streets of Avalon if he got out, and that would have been a beautiful uh, trifecta for us because I was pretty keen on him at $30. He ended up jumping. Uh, moving on, race seven, the Lexus Mugger 2, rated really well, 1.2 lengths inside the class. Gentleman Roy, lightweight, 50-30 kilos, jumps, leads, they couldn't catch him. Jeeves is a consistent horse this time in. Gone out 2.1 lengths quicker to the fast uh, to the 600, which I think was perfect, you know. He's a real fit horse, he's down in the weights, get them rolling, make them chase. He's the informed horse and he gets the job done. They've come home 24.32 last 400, 12.52 last 200. Nothing exceptional. I thought it was all right. Great ride by Jai McNeil, though. Uh, as for a whole, I want to follow the first three going forward here. Bermudez was 1,200 metres out to 1,600 metres on Saturday. Just didn't have the uh, fitness to finish off, I think. He kind of loomed to go past Gentleman Roy, but that fitness really helped Gentleman Roy get across the line. Um, Cherry Tortoni, huge late closer, ran really well. Is a horse, so I don't think you want to take short, odd, short odds about. It's a back mark. It's a low percentage play, but good to see that horse back to somewhere near its best. But yeah, those first three, I think you can follow with decent confidence. As for the four races, we touched on in Fleming, and we were four from four. I mean, you don't really count you on to the sixteen, but as soon as Groovy Kind of Love was out, she was obviously the one to get on. Um, yeah, I think you want to follow races three, six, and seven going forward, just not race two, I think that they've ran pretty slow time. So we'll see where they go from there. But yeah, as a whole, absolutely loved Flemington on Saturday. Now, moving on to Rose Hill. Heavy nine track. Uh, played really well for a wet, uh, wet track, I thought. You could pretty much win from anywhere. You could lead, you could run on. Really fair for a heavy track. I thought they did a really good job there on Saturday. We'll start off with uh, race three, the Manion Cup. Race has gone really good. Another Quinella for us. I tipped both No Compromise and Surefire. They run first and second. Finished three and a half lengths inside the class. They've gone out 6.6 lengths quicker than the class to the 600. Come home 24.96 last 100. 12.58 last 200. No Compromise wins. $6 out to $10. Surefire on second. $6 into $4.50. Follow this race with confidence. In particular, Surefire has ran huge here. It was only his second start in Australia. Has ran two big figures. Would love to see him at this distance again or getting out even further. He's going to be a really good horse in time. I think no compromise was the fit. Fit also, I think he was fifth up or something. So I think he'll be done now. But Surefire has put two big figures on the board since starting in Australia. I think you can follow him. He was off the bit chasing with about 800 metres to go, and he still kept grinding away. I think he's going to love a step out in distance too. Would love to see how he goes on a soft track. Uh, moving on, race four, the opponent stakes. Once again, another race to follow with confidence. Finish 5.1 lengths inside the class. To the 600, they've gone 6.7 above. They've come home pretty good too. 24.44 last 100 and 12.24 last 200. 
Monegal wins the race. This horse has gone 5.1 lengths above to the 600 and come home bang on standard. He's the one to take out of this. You can get further out in trip two. Any behind this, you can probably trust her on pretty well again, but this was the horse, had had heavy track form, had been racing on it, was set up down in the weights. You just got to trust these horses when they're on the wet track. Like if they've had their first go on the wet track and they're going again, you just got to be with them, especially on that quick seven day backup. That is a punting tip for sure. You win a lot of money there. Race five, Ranvit Stakes. A little bit of a blow over here. Very elegant. $1.26 loses the race. In my opinion, a pretty poor ride by J-Mac. Slowly run race, and he takes very elegant back to last, giving Montefiore about three lengths off a slow tempo. Montefiore is a four-time Group 1 winner, and you're going to give her four lengths off a sit and sprint, which we know she has a really good turn of foot on. Anyway, they've gone 4.3 lengths slower to the 600, come home just quicker than standard. Probably can forgive very elegant with the slow run race and a small field. And in my opinion, a pretty poor ride by J-Mac. But I think when her, Zaki and Animo clash in the Queen Elizabeth, definitely the one I would not be getting on. She's really hard to catch for me. Struggle to find her at the best of times. Don't see her turning the tables on Zaki or Animo. Those, those two horses are just flying. And we're going to touch straight onto Animo now. What a race. Race six, the Rose Hill Guineas. I think he's done it. Animo stamps himself as the clear best three-year-old in the country. He already was, but there was a bit of, you know, he, he always runs really well, but sometimes other horses get the better of him. But when it's grand final time, he's there to play. And look what he does to them. Wins by probably 10 lengths in the end. Great ride by J-Mac. Knew there wouldn't be much speed in the race, so he goes and sits the best horse with the best turn of foot right outside the leader on a slow tempo. And off the, on the turn, off he went with that massive turn of foot. Jeez, he is a good horse. Uh, race hasn't rated well at all. They've gone seven and a half lengths below the class, but we know Animo has that big figure previously. Thinking the Queen Elizabeth... Want to be following this horse purely on the fact he's been running in these soft and wet tracks... He's going to be uh, ready to go on them, whereas, you know, Zaki's coming down off these bone-dry tracks, good four, good threes, first start, and then probably not going to suit him, suit him as much where Animo gets into that, uh, you know, heavy eight, soft seven range. He is going to be extremely hard to beat down in the weights. But, yeah, geez, I can't wait for that. Um, freak horse, think you can follow him. Next start, next preparation as a four-year-old, he is a ripping horse. Race 7, George Ryder Stakes. Uh, my best of the day. Gets the job done for Bit and Love. Really keen on her, especially after Mwanga was scratched. She just loves these heavy tracks. Jump, sits off the speed, and just has a motor that last 400. Race has gone not too well overall. Four and a half lengths below to the 600. Come home 23.6 and 11.88 last 100. So they've come home pretty quick. She is a superstar, though. Fastest last 200 of the race, sitting off the speed. Pretty impressive. She was pulling away. Three group ones this prep. She's won. Probably should be undefeated, in my opinion. Colette was good, too. Uh, good to see her bounce back, but those were the two really for, uh, in it for me. Now, she goes to the Doncaster in two weeks, 1,600 metres. Uh, Jamie Carr booked at 50 kilos. She was 57 there. She drops to 50. Most likely going to be a wet track. Sits on speed, lightweight. She's at $5 now. Get on on the ASAP. She will be opening about maximum $3 when that when that market comes out. Lightweight, loves the wet, 
in form, should be undefeated, ran second to overpass off a really biased track when he got the lead. Should be four from four this prep, and she will be five from five, in my opinion. Five dollars out there now. Get on. She's 100% going there. Don't worry about that. She is a cracking bet at that price. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Uh, probably one of the better bets of this carnival, in my opinion. Race eight, the Golden Slipper. They have busted the clock here, as expected. Uh, 8.6 lengths quicker to the 600. Home in 24.32 and 12.28. Last 200 and 400. Pretty solid for such a quick tempo. Fireburn wins the race. That horse with the heavy track form. Sat out the back on a hot tempo. Copped a little knock and still came flying home. Give credit to this horse. Uh, it's had a bit of issues and it's, you know, it's it's ran really well and got the job done. Huge ride by Brendan Abdullah. Sits him out the back and just takes a run up the rails. We know that you could pretty much win from anywhere at this time. Got the cheeky run up the inside. As a whole for the race, I don't know who you take out of this. think they're a real even bunch. Like, we've been pretty much trying to guess these horses in these conditions for a while now. It'll be interesting to see how... A few of them go on a good track. When they come back, do not be loading on anything. Just be watching the races on up, watching them, and I'm sure one will eventually stamp themselves as a good three-year-old. But as for this stage, still think they're a pretty even bunch. Like Cool and Gatter, probably on a good track, probably wins the race. Looked like he looked like she was going to loom up and put him away, and then kind of just faded that last hundred meters. As of this stage, I think Best of Bordeaux is the best horse. He's ran good time on a good track. He's ran good time on a soft track, and now he's done it on a heavy track. Probably just lost to a horse who loved the heavy even better. But yeah, he's going to be a good horse in time if he comes back well. And he's a good betting proposition. Sits on speed or can lead. He ran really bravely off a hot, hot tempo on Saturday, going out that quick and holding on. Yeah, as a whole, I think he's the best two-year-old, but we'll see when they come back. Don't go launching on anyone. Moving on, race nine, the Group 1 Galaxy. What a story it is for this horse. Shelby 66 backs up for the fifth week in a row and wins a Group 1. $13 into $6.50. This horse on a heavy track is an absolute freak. Race has gone well, 2.6 lengths below the class uh, to the 600, and they've come home pretty fast. 22.72, last 400, 11.84, last 200. Bunchfield finish for the rest. Away game and isotope, pretty disappointing. Think you can maybe just forgive them in the conditions. But all honours with this horse. Don't know where they go with him now. Probably put him away for a while. He has had a cracking, cracking um little campaign there. Jeez, he's just... When you see him coming home, nothing puts a bigger smile on your face. It was good for us to be on him there too. Probably for his last winning race in a while. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back. He might have found just a little bit of um, little bit of good form there. I don't know if he comes back the same horse, but if he does, geez, he's one to watch. So good for the connections too. Um, yeah, we'll move on now. Race ten, birthday card stakes finishes one point one outside the class. Slow to the six hundred three point three lengths slower than the class. Fast last four hundred and two hundred though twenty three twelve and eleven point seven two. MA kicked up from in the preview. Just thought she'd had the one go on the heavy and one, but she was three from three on a soft track, setting up for this. Gives them a beating. Wins by five lengths. Down in the weight, soft track form. She looks to bounce back to be pretty good. Seven dollars was out there. That was a absolute ripper for me. 
Mar Busher, better this time in on a heavy track thing. You can follow her too. Don't know what you do with Mallory. Just can't win. Like, she's running all right races, but just doesn't finish them off right. Steinem was a good return as well and with the heavy weights. Then you can pick your way through this race. Um, but yeah, all honors with Emanate. Thought uh, she ran really well. That's going to wrap up Rose Hill. Races I want to follow from uh, with confidence from Rose Hill. Race three, uh, Surefire in particular. Race four, Monogal in particular. And Animo, any race from now on, think you can be with him. It's going to be so interesting to see uh, the market for him and Zaki. And uh, race 10, I think you can pick your way through a few of them as well. That wraps up the review side of things. As for our segments this week, no minds. You wouldn't believe this story. Uh, they tipped it on Mooney on Friday, pre-to-turn, race 7 at $26.00. Unfortunately, I'd already done the podcast. I didn't see the message in time, so they had to pick Banker's Choice. We ended up running fourth behind Forbidden Love. But yeah, they finally jagged one, and I didn't even get to mention it. So unlucky there, but we will push on. As for sure things, Zaki into Forbidden Love gets the job done. Tipped it at $12.50 on Thursday night. Ah, Great wins there. Pretty comfortable watches too. Not really much stress going on. Yeah, that's going to wrap everything up. See you guys Thursday for a ripping card. Have a good one. But it's Persan at the clock tower. Persan, what a prep it's having. And it's going to run in the cup.